When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We are here to recap your Thursday slate of action, news, notes, and more on the diamond and get you ready for Friday, May 12th. It was a fun one. Only seven games throughout the day. So we got surprisingly a lot of news, though, with rehab starts and more to go. So let's get right at it. Tyler Molly will have Tommy John surgery that was made official on Thursday. His season has obviously come to an end. We'll see him maybe late next season, if not the following season. And that means Bailey Ober and Louis Varland have a little more lock on their job because Kintamaeda is still out. So you got that going in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> you know, Jose Miranda sent a AAA, Tyler Molly, Tommy John surgery. Things are falling apart quickly in Minnesota. TJ Friedel has been a big, big uh, fantasy value so far this season, outfielder for the Reds. He left Thursday's game, though, with a side injury, and he'll get an MRI on Friday. He's probably out for the weekend, would be my guess. So keep that one in mind when you're setting your uh, bi-weekly lineups on Friday. Mason Miller of the Oakland Athletics, you know, they had the MRI come back. People were like, oh, it looks good. He's going to try to play some catch, maybe not go on the IL. Well, he was placed on the 15-day IL on Thursday. He'll get a second opinion on his elbow. When Mark Kotze mentioned that, manager Mark Kotze mentioned that to the media, he said second opinion, and I have no further comment. So not good on that one in my mind. Luis Medina got recalled by the A's, made the start on Thursday, six innings, three earned, and three strikeouts. Another piece of A's news and notes for you, Seth Brown, uh, the power-hitting outfielder first baseman for the A's, will start his reset rehab assignment this weekend in Las Vegas for the AAA team, not the real team. Just throwing that out there right now. Atlanta Braves, Max Freed and Kyle Wright were both announced to miss at least two months. Max Freed uh, we shut down for three to four weeks, then ramp up like it's spring training, they said. Kyle Wright was noted to say he'll be out longer than Max Freed. You can probably drop Kyle Wright. Max Freed is a questionable drop depending on your format and your situation. I will understand it if you need to do so. Austin Slater to the IL with a hamstring injury. He left Wednesday's game with the injury. was made official on Thursday. Bryce Johnson got recalled from AAA to take his spot on the Giants roster. Max Scherzer already had his start pushed back this week. Now he will not start on Friday. He's still experiencing the neck issues, neck spasms. He's hoping to pitch on Sunday, and he's also said he'll have to apparently pitch through neck and back injuries the entire season. Wow, not good for Mad Max. Got a bit of White Sox news for you here. Jake Berger will begin his rehab assignment with his oblique injury. When we reported it before, they said it was a minor oblique injury, which is great. Already starting rehab. Beautiful thing there. We'll see what happens when he's back from rehab because Juan Moncada is expected to return to the White Sox on Friday as he's completing his rehab assignment. Moncada is not having the best of seasons, but the injury hopefully gets healthy. He can get things going. We shall see with Juan Moncada. One last bit of White Sox news. Just Money Grandal 
left Thursday's game with a tight hamstring. He is considered day-to-day, something to monitor. A lot of these hamstring injuries, folks, hopefully nothing too serious. Another bit of Twins note from earlier, Max Kepler left Thursday's game with a leg injury. Seemed kind of odd. Reports after the game from Rocco Baldelli and company. It was apparently precautionary to remove Max Kepler from the game. It was just a leg cramp, they are saying. New York Yankees' Luis Severino to make a rehab, his next rehab start on Tuesday, and if all goes right, it'll be his last rehab start. So keep that one on record. Maybe get a next weekend start from Luis Severino. Carlos Carrasco to make another rehab start for the New York Mets in, on Sunday on their AAA affiliate, I believe. They might move him to AA. Depends on weather, of course, because we have a lot of weather to look at this weekend. So Carlos Carrasco making a rehab start. Mike Soroka, he will make another rehab start. There was rumors he might be done after his last rehab start. They want to do one more rehab start, see how that goes, hopefully bring him back because they need him with the aforementioned um, Max Fried and Kyle Wright on the IL. They have Jared Schuster. They have Dylan Dodd. They could use Mike Soroka to fill in one of those two spots. Last but not least, Wander Franco is having a big game. He's having a big season for the Tampa Bay Rays. He left Thursday's game with neck spasms. Not ideal, but after the game, he said it was minor. He's hoping to be able to play on Friday in the Bronx. All right, some hitting highlights from your seven-game Thursday action. Speaking of those Rays, Josh Lowe continues to have a monstrous season. He went two for five with a double home run, two runs scored, and five RBIs in the Bronx. Always fun when Tampa Bay has some fun at the Yankees' expense. Josh Lowe is now hitting 314 on the season with eight home runs, six stolen bases, 20 run, 21 runs scored, and 25 RBIs. That's pretty impressive considering he doesn't even start every day. He's kind of in a platoon, but a strong side, and he's been dominating the strong side when he gets the chance. Giants rookie has been uh, Casey Schmidt, played his third game since getting called up. And Brandon Crawford supposed to be activated Thursday or Friday. Didn't see it officially on Thursday, but he's back any day. He was in the dugout talking with Casey Schmidt in between innings, working with Casey Schmidt, teaching him how to do different flips, which was great to see. Crawford's been struggling a ton this year, so I'm hoping they give Casey Schmidt some run. Schmidt's got amazing defense. He can also play third base where he played all spring training. And maybe David Villar goes back somewhere. There's a lot, lot of moving parts with the Giants. But hopefully Schmidt stays up because he went four for four on Thursday with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs. I know it's early. Pitchers will adjust to Casey Schmidt. He will have to adjust back. But so far in his first three games, Schmidt is hitting is eight for 12 or 667 batting average with two home runs, five runs scored, four RBIs, and only one strikeout. In his early AAA days this season, Schmidt had one home run. So the power is legit. His last one was a 440-foot second-decker in Arizona with a 111 max exit velocity. So that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Fernando Tatis Jr. did not take much time to get going. He's played in 18 games since he returned, and he's been crushing it. On Thursday, Tatis went two for three with a home run, a run scored, an RBI, and a walk. In those 18 games, he's now hitting 280 with five home runs already, 12 runs scored, 11 RBIs, and a stolen base. Yep, Tatis is that good. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com. So starting pitching highlights from your Thursday, Nathan Eovaldi continues to deal eight and two-thirds innings, no runs, three hits, one walk. It's four base runners, folks, and 12 strikeouts for Mr. Eovaldi. He had 18 whiffs and a 36% CSW on 113 pitches. His last three starts has been electric, 25 and two-thirds innings, no earned, 25 strikeouts. That includes a complete game shutout versus the New York Yankees. Drew Rasmussen has been having a little up and down, still been good, but up and down of late. Had a big boy outing in the Bronx on Thursday. Rasmussen, seven shutout innings, two hits, no walks, and seven strikeouts. 
That is darn impressive against the Yankees. 13 whiffs, 39% CSW on 76 pitches. The Yankees' offense is not what it once was. We know that, but still to go into the Bronx, dominate like that is great. People were like, why is he out after 76 pitches? I know I've talked about it before, and others have as well. Rasmussen actually was the one that talked about it, that the Rays have a philosophy. If your name is not uh, Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan, most other starters in the Rays are about an 80-pitch count, so that's why Rasmussen did not go back out for the eighth inning. Alex Cobb dealt in the desert, seven and a third innings pitch, nowhere in seven hits, two walks. Only three Ks, but he does not need that when you have a almost 70% ground ball rate. The splitty was filthy on Thursday. It was a great watch for Mr. Alex Cobb. He had a 28% CSW on 104 pitches. Cobb now has a 1.70 ERA on the season with a 3.13 XFIP and a 64.1% ground ball rate. Split fingers working out great. Giants defense has improved from last season. Casey Schmidt will just make it better. Cobb, Webb, and company are really hoping this continues on. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Not a whole lot of save situations on a seven-game slate, but we did see Will Smith pick up his seventh save of the season for the Rangers. You can basically say bye-bye if you have not for some weird reason on Jose LeClerc. And then Jorge Lopez picked up his third save for the Twins. We had not too much else there. Ronaldo Lopez got another loss. He's now 0-3 on the year as uh, Scott Barlow picked up the W between the Royals and the White Sox. It's pretty much the main stuff for your bullpens. But if you need more, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com. All right, before we get talking about a full 15 day, fifteen games on Friday, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. There is some serious rain situations throughout the Midwest, the Northeast. Let's get the full breakdown from the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thanks, Brian. Looking at today's schedule, we get a couple of games across the northern part of the country. They're going to see some showers and thunderstorms around. This isn't a complete washout by any means, but the two games are going to be the White Sox and the Twins, who are both playing home games. Um, yeah, like I said, not a certain postponement, but let's keep an eye on it as we go through the day. That's the only two games with any issues, though, so back to you. Thanks, as always, Mark. Truly appreciate the weather you bring to us day in and day out. 
Let's talk about some DFS targets, and obviously you'll have to navigate the weather if some of these get taken apart. But for now, hitting-wise, I like some West Coast action. I like Texas Rangers going up against Waldachuk, the lefty. The Rangers are hitting lefties extremely well right now, so lots to love there. I like the Giants versus Ryan Nelson. Nelson's pitching to a lot of contact. Giants bats, especially the lefties, can get stuff done. Lamont Wade's been very, very effective of late. Plus, you know, just Ryan Casey Schmidt. He's cheap. He's great. He's doing big boy things. Uh, you got Coors Field in play. You got Phillies versus Colorado. Oh, yeah. Taiwan Walker has not been great. And Austin Gomber on the mound. So that's good. Many more. It's a 15-game slate. There's like six or seven totals of nine or higher. There's two totals of 10 or higher. The Boston Red Sox game has 10 or higher as well with James Paxton on the bump. Uh, in that one so yeah you have some uh, against uh wainwright so you have some fun there in the cardinals and the red Sox. pitching to target on this dfs straight slate uh you got spencer strider he's expensive he's still great but sunny gray going up against chicago cubs gray gave up three runs in his last outing that was the first start this year he gave up more than one run he had six straight starts of one run or less pretty darn effective i'll take my chances first the cubbies Logan Allen making his fourth start of the year. Only three Ks in his last start. He had eight Ks in each of his first two. He's thrown at least five innings in each start. Give me some Logan Allen versus Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And then Kyle Bradish. It's been all or nothing with Kyle Bradish for the most part, but he gets a Pittsburgh Pirates team that was on fire for a while. Definitely cooling down in the month of May. Pirates are striking out nearly 30% of the time versus right-handed pitching. I know over the last week or two, Sawinski is striking out over 40% of the time. But it's a Pirates team striking out over 30% of the time with a horrific ISO and much, much more. So fun stuff, fun stuff in this one. All right, some things I am looking forward to on this fun-filled Friday of action. We get another debut. It feels like a broken record talking debuts. We get another one here. Yuri Perez of the Miami Marlins, all six foot eight, 20-year-old Yuri Perez makes his debut at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Perez spent the offseason working out with Sandy Alcantara, which was great to see because Sandy broke the news to him. Great video. If you have not seen it yet, Yuri Perez has like a 35% plus strikeout rate at most spot stops along the minors. Electric stuff. We'll see what he does in his debut and could be a big fab target this weekend. I want to see Spencer Strider anytime he's on the mound, but he gets the, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays this this uh, Friday. The Jays, you know, tough offense from time to time. Strider coming off a rough outing for Strider standards. Still got the strikeouts, but gave up four or five runs in that outing. Strikeouts have been great this year. I look for him to keep things going, but it will be a little bit of a challenge against the Jays, so it'll be a fun strider start there. Garrett Cole got shellacked by the Rays. Eight runs in his last outing. Well, take two, folks. He gets the Rays again on Friday night. The Rays are a great team, obviously. You don't need me to tell you that, but I'm looking to see if an ace like Cole can bounce back at home in the Bronx against the Tampa Bay Rays couple other youngsters I'm looking forward to seeing. J.P. France was great in his first start at Seattle. Five shutout innings with five strikeouts. He will take the bump versus the Chicago White Sox in Chicago on Friday against opposite Michael Kopech. So good spot for France to maybe pick up a dub, which would be great to see. And then Logan Allen, I mentioned him earlier in the DK section. He will be making his fourth start of the season against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Always fun there. You got Tanner Bybee on Sunday, hoping to bounce back as well from his uh, lack of control is what we'll say at his last outing. Last but not least, we get Dodgers-Padres. Snell versus May. Blake Snell versus Dustin May take two. They faced off, I believe, last week. Uh, both looked great. May, six shutout innings, got some strikeouts. Snell threw six innings. Snell's thrown six innings and back-to-back starts. Don't look now, but that happened. So that's fun. But uh, should be a good matchup. Two of the best teams in the National League, especially in the National League West. Facing off. These are two pitchers that Snell's – I. I think Snell's better than May, but Snell's had his hiccups. May is 
highly overachieving. If you look at his overall skill set, like a K to walk percentage less than nine percent. Uh, there's just been there's a lot of the BABIPs like below two hundred. There's a lot of things that look scary if things regress the wrong direction for Dustin May. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you guys go check out PitcherList.com. Go become a member over there at PL Pro, PL Plus, all that great stuff. Gets you in the Discord, gets you the PLV tools, the Pitcher Bot, and much, much more. You don't want to miss out. The, the Discord alone is amazing, let alone all the other great tools. Uh, get the year package. Already gets you locked into the uh, the uh, the draft guide and all the good draft tools for next season. They're continuing to develop stuff for the site. It's going to be amazing as it continues to grow. But you'll never know unless you go check it out. PL Plus, PL Pro, PitcherList.com. Again, that'll do it, folks. Uh, it's been a fun week. Another week in the books. You can find me on Twitter at BDendrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. The one, the only Jake Crumpler will be back with you guys for the weekend to cover for me as usual. And I'll be back with you guys on Monday to recap the weekend's action, to get you ready for Monday, all the fun stuff on the diamond. But for now, this was the First Pitch Podcast, May 12th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.